restless nights are always the worst because I want to go to sleep. It's not like I don't want to go to sleep, but I just can't. And last week, I found myself having another one of those restless nights where there's just a lot on my heart, a lot on my mind. And when that happens, I just find myself thinking about different things. And I found myself having this flashback. I don't know what provoked it, but I had this flashback of growing up in South Carolina. My dad, all of my life, even to this day as of recording, my dad is a school teacher. And my dad works at a middle school, public middle school. And growing up, every summer, he would take me and my older brothers, especially, uh, sometimes my younger sister, my, my younger brother wasn't old enough at this time, but he would take us up to his school and do some work. But I had this memory where I'm outside the school, I had my CD player on me, I was listening to music as I was doing this work, and a teacher came by and was just complimenting, I guess, how uh, Mr. Fair's kids were helping him with work. And I just had this random memory, isolated memory. And as I was thinking about that laying in my bed here, I was just thinking about how I could not have imagined there would be a day where we would not be helping our dad over the summer at the school. And then it hit me, literally, my God, I can never go back to that. Like that is a that is a isolated season that I can never go back. And it's interesting because nobody told me the last summer that I helped my dad at his school. I don't even remember when it was. It was probably in high school before I went off to college. But nobody told me that I would never be able to have that memory again. Nobody told me like, hey, well, you better, you know, make it all that you can make it because you'll never be able to come back and it'll be exactly like this season right now. Nobody told me that, but just the way that time works is that you go from one season to another, sometimes so seamlessly that you don't even notice a new season. And it's interesting as people, as humans, we can easily look back over our life and we can see different seasons. We can see times where we were in one place with this certain group of people or this certain issues or circumstances. And what I felt led to talk about today is, okay, what do we do with the different changes of our life? And how can we use the changes that we have walked through in order to help us be more present today? Instead of looking forward to what's to come tomorrow or what has been done, how can I be present today? What does the Bible teach about us being present and God's faithfulness in the present here and now? Maybe right now you're watching or listening, so you're saying, look, I don't like today. I don't like where I'm at today, and I want to get away from today. That's why I'm looking forward, or that's why I'm looking back. But no matter where today finds you, there is something far beyond maybe what we may think or see right now. What are some of the lies of the enemy when it comes to being present here now? Jesus says that the enemy wants to still kill and destroy. And I'm firmly convinced within you and within me that the enemy wants to still kill and destroy wherever we are right here, right now. So regardless of what brought you here, I am so honored that you are here. Welcome to the Color and Chaos podcast. Welcome to the Coloring Chaos Podcast. My name is Jonah Fair. 
And thank you so much for being able to be here today, episode 121. I don't want to waste too much time, but if this is your first time being here at Color and Chaos, welcome. I'll go over real quick what Color and Chaos is for those that maybe don't know. Color and Chaos is just a cry from my heart that I can recognize within the chaoses of our life. Sometimes our knee-jerk reaction is to run away or numb ourselves from the pain, uncertainty, discomfort, anything that comes from that chaos. But instead of running away from or numbing ourselves from the chaos, when we lean into the chaos, not just leaning in through our own strength or our own ability or our own limited, finite understanding, but if we lean into the chaos with a prayer on our heart saying, Lord, help me see you in this chaos, that there's a color that can be found. And I know when I look back over my life, I see so many times where I wanted to run away from something, but it's interesting because looking back, those things that I once wanted to run away from, that's what produced the most character inside of me and helped me know who I was as a person, who I am as a person, but not only that, but who my creator, savior, and sustainer is. And so that's what we're going to be kind of focusing on every episode, every week here at Color and Chaos. For the most part, there's an episode every Wednesday. It might be a little delayed throughout Wednesday. As of right now, I'm recording this on the Wednesday. So sometimes it might be a little later on in the day, but, but Wednesday is usually when we have a new episode. If this ministry has blessed you, please feel free to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, uh, feel free to subscribe and ring the bell so you can get all the notifications of a new episode. And if you are listening to this, feel free to subscribe and even write a review if your platform allows reviews. That really does help this podcast be able to stretch out and spread out across the places I can have never have done it on my own. So I want to pray for you, and then we will jump into uh, what we're talking about today. Lord God, just thank you so much for today. Lord, no matter what yesterday or last night has brought us, today we are here and you are present. So Lord, as I'm talking today on this podcast, as we're listening, as we're bringing our hearts to you ultimately, Lord, will you please just speak to us, help us respond to you, and thank you so much that you don't just leave us where we are, but you, again, have a plan and purpose for our life that goes far beyond anything this world can offer, and we thank you that we can rest knowing that you care and that you have a plan no matter what we have done, no matter what we are doing, no matter what will be done. We need you, and we thank you, and it's in your name we pray and we surrender, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I wanted to open up with this verse and this verse is found in Philippians 1, 6. This is what Paul writes to the Philippian church. He says, you can be confident of this, that he who begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that one more time. You can be confident of this, that he who begun a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day that Christ Jesus returns. I wrote down a little bit of thoughts as I had that flashback of working with my dad at school. And this is what I wrote. King Jesus, thank you for giving us wisdom when we are so desperately in need. Forgive me for the countless times where your kindness was treated with contempt and neglect for me. As time goes on, the details get so murky, but little static moments remain from the seasons gone by. I've made so many mistakes, yet you redeem each one. You alone can make the messes matter. 2021 finds me going into my fifth year of being up here in Michigan. Oh God, you have been so kind. What a beautiful thing it is when we aren't playing the role of the Holy Spirit, but instead we are passionately leaning into every murmur that your spirit is speaking to us. 
you are masterfully involved in every season of this short life. Last night, I had a flashback of going with my dad up to Dacusfield Middle School during the summers. The moment at the time felt like every year this would be, yet it was only a season, only a season. There are things that we can carry from season to season, but at the end of the day, a season is just a season. My God, my fragile heart struggles with the changing seasons. I feel like a powerless kid just trying to do the best that I can to keep up with the current of the clock that flows beyond my and our control. There are times where I can linger in a specific moment, but ultimately, I will eventually have to yield and submit to all that is to come. Yet through every season, you not only lead us from every change and through every change, you remain with us above and below and beside us, all of your children. For those who call out your name and they die to themselves, within them, your spirit soothes, heals, and leads and dwells. And then you lead us in your way everlasting. My body, our bodies are just borrowed shells. Oh God, all that you have done and can do with it blows my mind. You are faithful in every intersection, in every left turn that each season brings. What our world consists of now, the people, the struggles, the questions, the arts, the longings, the insecurities, the fears, the responsibilities, the positions, the opportunities, the burdens, the routines, the habits, the shortcuts, the provisions, the debts, the prayers, the tools, the plans, the dreams, motivations, or lack ofs, all that makes up the world that holds each specific season, you are faithful and kind to lift our heavy gaze from ourselves and our circumstances to the king and the kingdom that ultimately we are longing and walking towards. And that king is you. The moments and memories will come and go, yet you and your kingdom is where the light shines through it all. You are where we will rally. You are where we will rest and bow. Oh God, how you run to us in every mountain valley that each season brings. You are the faithful shepherd. You are the faithful shepherd. One day there will be no more seasons. There will just be you. Oh Lord, my God, lead me in your way everlasting with this season where you've called and placed us. Shift what needs to be shifted. Strip what needs to be stripped. Convict what abhors you. Equip what is lacking provide what is needed, teach where ignorance stands currently, grow what has been stilted, stretch what needs to be tightened, struggle what needs to be stirred. May what I hold in this season, may what we hold in this season be exactly what needs to be held. Heal what is needed to be healed. And I wrote down this verse again, Philippians 1, 6, that we can be confident of this, that he who begun a good work in us will carry it on until the day of Christ Jesus. Going back to what we talked about towards the beginning about what Jesus says about the enemy wants to still kill and destroy. One of the ways that often the enemy can still kill and destroy what the Lord is doing in this season and also what he's called us to partner with him to do in this season is by us focusing on seasons gone by or not only just what has happened, but the enemy distracts us with constantly fantasizing and looking forward 
to seasons to come. Now, there's nothing wrong about being excited about what seems to be over the horizon. Not only is the past dead and gone, there's no such thing as the past. We relive it in our head, but it's not real anymore. It is dead. It is gone. We can never go back. I can't get in a time machine and go back to helping my dad at the middle school. I can't go back to living with my brothers and my sister in the way that we were when we were growing up. I can't go back. The past is dead, but not only is the past dead, but the future is non-existent. We are here right now, and as we sit or stand or lay right now, we do not know what tomorrow holds. We don't. Tomorrow does not exist. But what does exist is every single second and breath of our life. That is what exists now. That is what is real. But we have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and he wants us to take a heart of neglect and contempt to the God who gives us the heartbeat and breath now. There's a song that just came to my mind as I was talking to you by the band Lifehouse. And the name of the song is off their first studio album, and it's called Somewhere In Between. And what the lead singer says in the song, he says, look, I find myself just waiting for something to happen later today or waiting for tomorrow. And he was just saying that I feel like I'm kind of stuck in between of those things that I am anticipating or looking forward to, that I'm just kind of like hovering in between waiting for something. And what he's saying is that like basically like a cry of the heart, God help me not just be lingering between what's to come or what has happened or what I'm expecting, but help me be present here now. Each and every day that the Lord has made is a gift. And we have an enemy that wants us to neglect the gift that has been given to us here and now. It's interesting when I look back and, and we talked about this a little bit, but when I look back on seasons gone by, I had no idea whenever a season was ending. And one of the reasons why we sometimes dwell on seasons gone by is because we have something called regrets. One of the ways that we can have regrets is when we are not fully present within a specific time and moment. And we will have regrets because we will look back on those moments and we will say, oh, if only I would have done this or said that, or if only I would have thought about this. You know, for instance, like when we are with loved ones, Sometimes we neglect those moments and opportunities to truly be present and put the phones down or put whatever distractions around us down. But then if something, God forbid, bad happens like them, you know, getting sick or ill or even death, we will have a regret of, oh, if only I would have been present, if only I would have been with them, if only I would have talked with them, if only I would have gave them more of my heart and attention in that moment then I would not be having this regret here. Now, again, another example of how the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But we have a God that has given us a gift of today. Every breath is an opportunity, not only for us to respond to him, but for us to be able to lean in and say, okay, God, I have been given today. That's all I know that I've been given. What do you want me to do with this breath? What do you want me to do with this heartbeat? What do you want me to do with my hands, my feet, my mouth? What do you want me to do with my mind? This cathedral that you've given me that so often I can just spend it wasting on stuff that will just go away and will fade away with the ocean. God, what is it that you desire for me to do? Another verse that comes to my mind is from Psalms 118, a beautiful, beautiful Psalms. But in Psalms 118, verse 24, this is what the psalmist says. He says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Again, today is the day that the Lord has made. Help us rejoice and be glad in it. 
heavy heart, no matter what you've gone through, the season's gone by, no matter what you may be expecting down the road, good, the bad, the ugly, the trauma, whatever it is, you are here now. And it's the kindness of God that gave you an opportunity to be here now. And it's the kindness of God that has had faithfulness just lead the way in order for us to be able to have another breath in and breath out. Even with our breaths, if we breathe in and we never breathe out, then we will kill ourselves. Eventually, the body will force us to breathe out. We breathe in oxygen that is life-giving, and we breathe out the waste of what we don't need anymore. But so often, sometimes when we're walking through seasons, we hold on to the waste. We hold on to the things that do not have a place in the season now. And we are creatures of nostalgia. We are creatures of habit. And I wrote down what I read earlier, just saying that like each season almost is like a world in itself. Each season brings its own people. It brings its own burdens, routines, positions, responsibilities, fears, insecurities, longings, questions, arts, you know, debts, prayers, plans, tools, dreams, motivations, or habits. You, you get what I'm saying? In order for us to be good stewards of today, we have to take an account of where we are at now. And we have to look at the different people, struggles, questions, arts, longings, insecurities, fears, responsibilities, positions, opportunities, burdens, routines, habits, shortcuts, provisions, debts, prayers, tools, plans, dreams, motivations, or lack ofs. We have to look at everything that our world in this season consists of now. And we have to ask ourselves the hard questions. Okay, okay God, like in this season, what needs to remain? Or God, am I holding on to things from previous seasons just because of a fear of letting it go? There's so many examples of the ways that we do this, but something that comes to my mind is sometimes we hold on to people a little too long. Sometimes we hold on to a certain relationship or a previous relationship because of the memory and the importance that it held in a specific season when all along the Lord is saying, no, no, no. No, let it go. Let it go. That was a season. It is done. But I want to do something new with you. I want to produce a new song with you. And you can't sing the new notes that I want to fill your lungs with if you're constantly humming the old tunes of yesterday. So often we even hold on to old tools. In that memory that I shared with you earlier, yes, I was there with my dad at the middle school with a CD player. At the time, that was the best tool to produce music to my ears. But now I live, we live in a season where there are new tools, there are more efficient tools in order for me to have music to my ears. And yes, I can hold on to the CD player. I can go back to the CD player. Again, we are creatures of nostalgia and habit. And yes, that CD player once had such an important place in my life. But I can hold on to that. But by holding on to something from a previous season that necessarily I don't need to hold on to in the season now, I am neglecting and forsaking that there is so much more efficient and better tools that I can use in order to do what it is that the Lord has called me to do. And that is a crazy example, a random example. And not everything is that clear cut. But again, we hold on to things that the Lord is saying, no, 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 I want you to surrender that to me now because I want to do something with you in this season that looks different than what yesterday was. And then again, there's overlap between the seasons. There are people that the Lord says, hey, I want this person to be in your life and I want them to have an important role in your life through all of these seasons. 
And we have to be obedient to the Lord and not try to give something up when the Lord is saying, no, 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 I don't want you to give that up. I want you to, I want you to keep that. And at the same time, if the Lord is calling us to give up something or surrender something, or even if it's a fear or insecurity from a previous season that once had hold over our heart, and he's saying, hey, I want you to give that up because this season, you don't need to have that. I don't want you to have that. It's, it's not good for you to have that. If anything, it's toxic. But if we hold on to something from a season gone by, then we can miss the season here today. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Help us rejoice and be glad in it, but we can't rejoice if we're constantly looking at the days gone by and if we're constantly looking to what possibly lies ahead. We don't know what tomorrow holds and we know what yesterday held, but today is the day that we need to live in. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Help us rejoice and be glad in it. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians, he's writing through his pain, and he writes this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. He says this, all this, all this stuff that we have gone through and struggled, all of the seasons gone by, all of this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is extended to more and more people may overflow in thanksgiving to the glory of God. Verse 16, though, listen to this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. Verse 17, for our light and momentary affliction is producing for us a eternal glory that is far beyond comprehension and comparison. And verse 18, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That word right there is a word that we as humans struggle with. Why? Because we were made in the image of our God that is eternal. We struggle with the whole idea that this life is temporary, that seasons, that people, that positions, that titles, that everything that each season brings, even our insecurities, doubts, confusions, and struggles, everything is temporary. But we have an enemy that wants us to forget that everything is temporary. And he wants us to fix our hearts and affections and our mind and our plans on the temporary. And whenever that temporary leaves us, because why? It's temporary. We start to question our identity. We start to question our purpose. We start to question even who God is and how God could allow something so hard and horrendous to happen in our life. Again, it is temporary, but we focus on the temporary and we we in our minds we get confused and we say that it is eternal when it is not you and me right now we are on a borrowed time limit we don't know how long the seasons of our life will go on we don't know how long that we'll be able to speak as we're speaking now breathe as we're breathing now and then at any moment, a season can end. We have no idea when the season will end. That's not what we need to focus on. What we need to focus on is that as of right now, I am currently walking and breathing in a season where you have placed me, God, and help me not miss what it is that you want me to see, what it is that you want me to be and do and just work with you. So often we fight the eternal King of King and Lord of Lords because we forget that there's a king and a kingdom beyond this temporary one here and now. We have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy, but our God is faithful to purify us in and out of season. He's faithful to turn our hearts and our affections towards him. He alone can teach us what freedom looks like. And freedom in this life is not being bound by a season or past seasons or future seasons, but it's being present hand in hand with the eternal God that through him, we are able to also experience eternal life. 
Heaven isn't just one day that we'll be with God. Heaven begins the moment where we surrender our lives to Christ and we're able to have a fellowship and an intimacy with the Lord that nothing else in this world can compare to. We are with a God that is so faithful. We are with a God that is so faithful. Yes, so often we hold on to things that prevent us from seeing his faithfulness because we cling on to our own limited understanding. The verse I wanted to end on is this, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and he says this in verse 2. He says, for he says, for God says previously in the scripture, he says in Isaiah 49, 8, in the time of favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. Paul brings back up that old verse to say this now. He says, yes, this is what God said in Isaiah in seasons gone by. But listen here, behold, now is the time of favor. Now is the day of salvation. Paul uses scripture from a previous season where God is promising that, look, I will deliver you from the enemy of self and he will free us from the chains of our sins, our rebellions towards a holy God. And Paul is saying, look, you can read the Bible day in and day out and constantly see the Lord saying, look, I will provide what you cannot provide on your own. I will reconcile an intimate relationship with you that you can't reconcile. We can read that day and night, but yet forget the reality that today, today is the day that we respond. We don't just read the scripture. We don't just look at the promises of God and say, okay, well, one day you'll do that. No, today he is fulfilling that. And Paul is writing to the Corinthian church. He's saying, look, don't just gather and talk about the word of God and neglect the reality that today the Lord is fulfilling what you are reading. Today is the day that we should respond to him. Today is the day of salvation. And I can't help but think that you may be listening or watching this. Maybe there's something that in this season here right now, maybe you've been holding on to, like me, holding on to things of the past, things from previous seasons. And we are failing to see the season that right now the Lord has called us to. Maybe again, it's the people, it's the shortcuts, it's the habits, the routines, the burdens, the positions, the responsibilities, the fears, the insecurities, the longings, the debts, the prayers, the tools of seasons gone by. Maybe it's those things that we are holding on to because we're just like little kids just saying, well, I know that this once had an important part of my life then, and I don't really know what is supposed to be important here now. Maybe we're just clinging on to something out of habit. But again, maybe today the Lord is calling you to give up something because the time is done with that thing. Maybe the Lord is calling you even maybe to trust him in something new, but because of a fear of the new and the change, it's been hard to let go of our grip on what we can control because what is new seems so foreign and strange and uncomfortable. Whatever it is that the Lord is calling you maybe to give up or to hold on to that you are trying to give up, may we respond today. Again, we have an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the ways that he does that is through us clinging to things that we should not cling to and holding on to things that the Lord is calling us to let go of. We cannot tell God when a season is done. That's not how it works. We don't tell the Lord, hey, I've been in this season a long time. I'm done. We can't do that. We cannot live as if it's the trees that move the wind. No, 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 no. The trees, even though it may look like the trees move the wind, when the trees are going side to side and you feel the gust of the wind, it is not the trees that move the wind. It is the wind that moves the trees. And we can't just tell God when we want to be out of a season 
or even we can't just tell God, well, I'm going to recreate a past season because I know that that season I felt you. We can't do that. No, no, no. We're supposed to be present here now. Present here now. Today's the day the Lord has made. May we rejoice and be glad in it. So often we hold on to things as souvenirs of days gone by. And even though each season has things that we can look back on and see God's faithfulness, see God's provision, even though each season brings its own beauty, may we look at the souvenirs as what it really is. It's just souvenirs. So where does yesterday, today, and tomorrow fit? Yesterday is dead and gone and buried. But there are lessons, there are stories, there are are opportunities that we have to see the kindness of God and his faithfulness in order to help us in the season that we're in now be able to do and to follow after him with all of our heart. And through the faithfulness that we experienced yesterday and today, we're able to look on to whatever seasons come down the road and we can say, Lord willing, We can have plans, and it's good to prepare. It's being a good steward of today for preparing for tomorrow. But one of the ways that we prepare for tomorrow is by giving today all that we got so that that we don't have any regrets, so we don't have anything that we look back on and say, oh, if only I would have. But if at the end of the day we give it all that we got, we can trust that no matter what happens tomorrow, that God, your grace was sufficient for me in my weakness. May we rest knowing that it doesn't all depend on us. Jesus says this. He says, who by worrying can add a single hour or a second to their life? And he concludes by saying, look, today has enough to worry about on its own. And the concept that he's trying to get us to wrap our hearts and heads around is be present Be present. Today is the day that we respond. Today is the day that we follow. Today is the day where we trust. Today is the day the Lord has made. May we rejoice and be glad in it. And I also just can't help but think that there's somebody listening or watching this that maybe you have not yet surrendered to the one that holds your today, your yesterday, and your tomorrows. But if you right now find yourself saying, look, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that I need Jesus. All it takes is crying out today, saying, Lord, help me. Use me. I want to know who you are based on your word. May that be the cry of our hearts. Let's pray together. Lord, God, help us be present here now. Lord, we thank you for today. Even though there's people that are going through hardships and difficulties, and maybe today is not something that they feel like they can celebrate. But at the end of the day, Lord, no matter what they are going through, I think about what your word says, that our momentary afflictions are producing a character within us that far outweighs all of the crap that we have walked through or walked through that you are producing a eternal glory within us that far outshadows and outweighs all of the burdens that we may be carrying right now. Lord, I thank you for passages such as 2 Corinthians 4, 17, where Paul says, for our light and momentary afflictions is producing for us eternal glory that is far beyond comparison. Lord, help us fix our eyes on you, 
You are the author and the perfecter of our faith. And God, we are little kids struggling to figure out what to do in this season here. God, forgive us for our mistakes, our arrogances, our ignorances. Lord, help us trust that you will give us what we need in each season to do what it is that you call us to do. Lord, help us not get ourselves in pits because we're holding on to things that we shouldn't hold on to or trying to obtain something that we should not try to obtain. Lord, you are faithful to give us exactly what we need in order to do and be who you have called us to be and what you've called us to do. We need you and we thank you for your faithfulness, God. Help that kindness that you have showed us lead us to follow you, to be obedient and repent when we don't. Lord, we need you. We thank you for the souvenirs gone by. We thank you for all of the things we can look back with a smile. And Lord, we surrender each and every tear knowing that you alone wipe away each and every tear. Lord, I pray for those maybe right now that are holding on to past traumas, past insecurities, even past curses that they've held on to in a past season and they carry that into this season. Lord, there is so much baggage that we hold on to. But Lord, at the end of the day, help us let it go. Let us let it go. Lord, we can't sing a new song if we're holding on to old notes. Lord, through it all, there are things that will remain from season to season. There are things that we will carry from season to season. But you and you alone, Jesus, you are the only one that walk with us through each and every season. So it's you that we look to. It's you that we cling to. Help us. Help us, Lord. We need you. We thank you. We praise you. And it's in your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. Heavy heart, no matter where today finds you, there is a purpose here in the temporary. Your life has purpose. Your life has meaning. The seasons that you've gone by, there is a there is a substance that could be found, but not through us trying to find it or us trying to relive it but by us taking the past and laying it down at the altar of God, saying, God, you alone are the redeemer of all things and you can redeem what has been done and you can redeem here today. I wanted to end with a song. It's by one of my favorite bands, Switchfoot. And the name of the song is Souvenirs. And I love in the song how the artist cries out. He says, nothing lasts forever. As he's reminiscing about the days gone by, I pray that as you and me, as we listen to this song here now, as we close today's episode, that we will just have a moment of soberness, sobriety within our heart and mind. Say, Lord, nothing lasts forever, but I want to be present here now because why you are present here and now. So heavy heart, may we give our souvenirs over to the one who can do something with them. And may we trust our todays with the God that can do immeasurably more than anything we ask or imagine. Here's to the twilight. Here's to the memories. These are my souvenirs. My mental pictures of everything. Here's to the land.